Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, good morning. Good morning to you. And welcome to Raw and Prophetic, where we are real. We are anointed. We are women. And we are prophetic. Blessings and peace to you on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. God is so good. Sunny blue skies here in the panhandle of Florida. I tell you, Florida has that bipolar weather, as I said before. But um, we're going to be entering into seasons where we're going to have to be, of course, hurricane season will be coming soon. And um, and then we, we have these scattered thunderstorms and things like that. Last week, we had a tornado that hit it. <laughs> and it did tear up a couple of houses. I tell you, it's, we're living in some different times. But we're going to keep our faith and trust in the Lord. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I apologize to you. I have took a break for probably about a, almost a week. Um, as some of you may know, um, I came on the broadcast, um, I think it was last week. It was one day last week when my husband came on, or the week before, actually. But um, my husband buried his grandmother um, a few weeks ago. And then just this past Wednesday, um, he we buried his mom, his mother. So we've just been going through a transitioning of um, grieving and seeking the Lord and just getting that refreshing and that reviving that we need. Um, and I just want to um, encourage some of you who uh, might be going through similar things we're going through. If you are grieving, if you lost someone that you loved, um, just know that we're in our, you're in our prayers. We're praying for you. We're asking God to give you comfort and strength. Um, but also to, um, just stay in the word, um, as, I, as I was saying, sharing with my husband. The word brings life, and we need that. We need to have the comfort of the word of God. I promise you, if you stay in the word, stay in fellowship with a, a good church, um, you, you know, and stay in fellowship most of all with Christ. Make sure He's the center of it all. Make sure that you that you have your um, your faith, your trust in Him, and as you do those things you will find that you'll be able to breathe. You'll be able to um, find your peace and your joy throughout the days that are coming. And um, it doesn't mean that you still won't miss those people that you've lost and you won't think about them. But 
in somehow, some way, God will give you that peace and you will reflect on those memories and cherish them. I tell you, memories are to be cherished. The one thing I do thank God for is memories um, because sometimes we lose things, we lose people, but we can reflect on the memories and the cherishable times that we have with them. So I just want to encourage you this morning, for those of you that are dealing with grief, um, sometimes you don't know until you start to walk through them. And that's what my husband had had, uh, spoken, that he didn't understand it until he had to walk through it. And now he's walking through it. But keep him in your prayers um, because I know that God is going to strengthen him. So today I just want to share with you um, a word from the Lord. It's called... um, entitled uh, A Daily Need, because we need the Lord daily. We need the Lord constantly. (laughs) So I want to share this with you. Um, The scripture is coming from Psalm 6, 5 through 6. And it says, For God alone, my soul, wait in silence. For my hope is from him. He only is my rock and salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. And as we go through our our day-to-day, you know, tasks, every day we face these challenges. There are some days that some of the challenges are simple to solve, and there are other days that our challenges can be difficult. And there's times when we will want to rush ahead of God, even though um, we don't know or have a clear picture of his plan. However, sometimes God has allowed difficulty so that we can learn to trust him at a deeper level. And I just want to stop right there um, and explain that. Um, A lot of times we go through things in life and we're challenged every day. And Jesus told us that. Jesus said that we will have tribulation. He told us that we're going to have challenges day by day. And especially... When you are a child of God, sometimes you wonder, Lord, when am I going to get rest? It seems like it's one thing after another. I go from one situation into another situation, and it seems like it's more intense. And it's because God is trying to get you to grow and and so that your relationship, your spiritual walk will go deeper. Well, why is that? Because you got to understand God allows us to face challenges in this world so that so that we prayerfully and hopefully will develop a deeper walk with him. Um, the Bible speaks of in the last days, there will be many that will turn away from the faith, men that will fall away. So these are people who are Christians. These are people who believe in Jesus. And I believe that the reason why they have fallen away from Jesus is because of, of the challenges that they have faced and the difficulties that they've came across, some of the disappointments that they have encountered. And by them going through those things, it has caused them to draw away from the Lord. They're not reading their Bibles enough. You might, you may not pray enough. You may stop going to church because you're discouraged or you're going through a lot. And it seems like nobody understands or it seems like nobody cares. And then you find yourself drifting away, drifting away. And then you find yourself falling away. You got to realize that when we drift away from God, we, we, that's when we open the door for Satan to come in. 
and he begins to deceive our minds. He begins to tell us that nobody cares about us. He begins to make us feel like God doesn't even love us. And he loves to say this. If God loves you and if you're a Christian, then why are you going through this? Why are you being tormented? Why are you um, things bad things are happening? I'll just say it that way. And then we start to to justify our own righteousness through our minds. You know, well, I pray all the time and I fasted and I, I've, I've tarried for others and I gave and all that I've done. I don't have I don't have anything. All I've done. Trouble seems to come against me. Well, it's because God knows us more than we know ourselves. And a lot of times we think, well, because I'm a giver or we think because I pray all the time, nothing's bad going to happen to me. That's not necessarily true. It's, it's not, that's not the word. Things happen. We live in a life that for the, Jeremiah 29, 11 says the Lord knows the plans he has for us. Plans to prosper us, plans to give us a future. And a lot of times in the midst of the plans that he has for us is not what we always, not necessarily what we always would expect. We think that because we pray, we think because we fast, we think because we read our Bibles that we're um, untouchable to be attacked. And if you read your Bible, you can you know, refer back to the story of Job, how he was a righteous man. He was attacked. He was tried. But the devil couldn't take his life. But he took everything else from him. And we have to be reminded that we're not exempt from challenges. We're not exempt from being troubled. And I believe because we we sit back and we we have social media now and with social media, people are always on there boasting in their, their their successes and boasting in what they have. They ain't telling you the truth. Let's just be real. Nobody gets rich just overnight. Even those that play lottery, okay? You can guarantee that those who made a, that might have finally won the lottery was broke before they won the lottery. What, what, what I mean is that they were spending you know, hundreds of dollars on lot of tickets, probably getting lights cut off, going down, borrowing money, getting on food stamps, you know, some type of governmental assistance or whatever it is, because they kept having this hope and faith that one day they might hit the lottery. And even though they hit it, they might have hit it. But they're not telling you the true story. I was watching um, HGTV the other day, and it's a show that comes on about people who win the lottery. They, you know, they go look for a house. And uh, it was one young lady that was from Baton Rouge and she was, you know, he was in her, well, you know, how did you play the lotto? What, you know, what did you do? And she said, well, I was going to the store and I was taking my last $20. Now you hear what she said? Her last $20. My last $20 and I bought a ticket. And when I bought a ticket, um, a family member of mine called me and said, hey, somebody in your area won the the big pot. And she uh, proceeded to look and saw that she had won. But um, what I want to say to you is that, um, you know, that was by luck she won. But she said she put in her last $20. So if she didn't win the lotto, if she hadn't won, that was her last of her $20 until she got paid. I said that to say this, that sometimes we can look at what others have. We look at 
social media. We see people boasting in, in materialism. And we and then you have these prophets that are coming on dolled up, you know, makeup, you know, hair, nails, you know, nice clothing, um, awesome background. And they're telling you that God is good. And if you're faithful to God, he'll bless you and you're going to have all of these things. But a lot of them are not telling you the, the, the prices and the pay, the, the prices that they they had to go through to get to that place. And then and then some of them, and a lot of them ain't telling you their problems. They ain't telling you their situations. They want to make it seem like, you know, being a Christian is about having wealth and living this dream life. And let's face reality. That's not what Jesus said. Yes, we're blessed. Yes, you will have. um, You're blessed you and you can be wealthy, but it still don't mean you will not have challenges. It still doesn't mean that you will not. Um. Go through some things in life. Trouble won't come in or at your doorstep. That's not avoidable because how can you grow? You can never mature into a, um, I say, Christ-like attitude or Christ-like unless God will allow you to go through some challenges in, in your life. How are you able to grow from jealousy? How are you able to grow from envy or bitterness or anger or unforgiveness unless you were challenged. And see, God doesn't care about us being wealthy on earth. He doesn't care about that. I mean, God wants to bless us. He wants us to have things. Don't get me wrong. He loves his people, so he wants his people to prosper. But God desires you for your soul to prosper. Okay? He desires for your soul to grow, for you to mature. And to walk deeper in him. And so in order for you to get to a place where you're mature, where you're not, when you're not walking in jealousy, you're not walking in envy. Because, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'm not jealous. Well, yeah, sometimes jealousy doesn't necessarily mean you have to be evil. Sometimes jealousy causes you to go overboard. You know, you see your neighbor get a new car, so now you're working four or five jobs because you want to get a new car. No, you didn't speak evil of your neighbor. No, you did not wish bad on your neighbor, but now you're overworking, exalting yourself because now you have allowed jealousy to, be, to cause you to become competitive. And sometimes we use excuses and we blind ourselves by our own actions saying, well, you know, it's time for me to get a new car. Maybe it's not time yet, but because your neighbor got a new car, now you want a new car. And so why? Jealousy. You, you got a little jealous. You saw the car. Now you want it. Now you've established working all of these long hours. You're exhausted. You're tired, frustrated because you're trying to gain something instead of waiting on the Lord. Sometimes God's timing, you know, is not our timing, but his timing in our situation is perfect. And if we move too quickly, you can risk missing God at his best for you. Because you move too quickly. Maybe the Lord had a new car for you, but it might not been it might be two years down the line. It might be a year. It might be six months. And I've learned over a period of time to just wait on the Lord and to trust him. I've learned that even in my adversities, I boast in those. I boast in my adversities because you know what? I know that in the midst of the things and the trials and errors that I'm facing, if I'm going through so much bad things, 
I'm excited because something good has got to come. You know, God moves in seasons. He doesn't, you don't stay in bad situations forever. No, he doesn't, he doesn't cause you to lose everything all the time. You know, there's times that he sends abundance of rain in your life. And then there's times that God will send trout. But the question is, is that in the midst of whether you got the abundance of rain or you're walking through your season of drought, can you still look up and give him praise and glory? Can you still say, Lord, I trust you. Can you still boast in him when you have nothing? The hardest thing to do is to boast in the Lord when you ain't got nothing. Because a lot of times people look at you like you ain't got nothing. What you boasting about? You know, you boasting how good God is. I got a new car. I just bought me a house. I just got a promotion on my job. And you ain't got nothing. You still in the same place. And you boasting that God is good. God, God, God's good to me because I got all these things. And we are deceived by that. And people rush to it. But deep down inside, as they're telling you how much God loves them, how much God is blessing them, they looking at you in amazement, like, how can you still smile? How can you still boast in the Lord when you ain't got anything? When you ain't got nothing. See, it is so easy to talk about the goodness of Jesus when everything going good, when everything is right. When you are in your milk and honey season, when you got everything together, when everything is going your direction. But it's so hard for us to think of God being a good God when things are going against us, when it seems like our lives are falling apart. And you know what? Most of the time when those are going, those who are struggling those that are making it day by day. Man, the glory of God is so strong on their life. It's, 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 you can just see that, that, that glow and that glory resting on them. If you are truly seeking the kingdom of God. And so, if you seek the Lord daily and you wait for him, it, it's, it's going to work. On your behalf. And you're going to discover. That your waiting wasn't in vain. You're going to discover. That being patient wasn't in vain. You're going to discover. That God is amazing. Because you can boast. In your infirmities. You can boast in your adversities. We see so many people. Boasting in their successes. But how many of them. Boast in their failures. Sometimes it's okay to boast in your failure. It's okay. You say, you know what? I tried it. I did it. And it didn't go the way I want. Because people always talking about how you failed in things. You failed at this. You tried this and it didn't work. You, you tried to become that writer, but your book, nobody bought your book. You tried to produce that t-shirt. But nobody cared and nobody bought that T-shirt. You tried that business and nobody, nobody really supported your business. You tried to go back to school, but it, no job offered you the position. You tried to go out and get that promotion, but nobody noticed your hard work. 
people are, are fickle. Everything you try, everything you put your hands to, it seems to fail. Is God with you? Do you really have Jesus? You've been in ministry for 20 years. And your church is still the same. There's no growth. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, this, this, do you hear the enemy? You've been, you've been preaching, you know, um, on Facebook for 25 years and nobody's called you to come minister to their church. And that's what people do. They always looking outside the window. They always looking outside the glass. But don't you realize that you say you serve an amazing God? That's why God said your ladder will be greater than your former. Look toward your latter years. Put your eyes on the things that are coming. Don't put your eyes on the things that are now. Don't even set your eyes on the things that have gone before you in the past. But look towards what's coming. Because God is faithful. He remembered Joseph and his adversities. He remembered Job and his losses. And he's going to remember you. You are not forgotten. God will remember you. And he will remember the times that you've toiled and you've cried and you've prayed and you've walked in his, in his word. You've, you've produced forth the fruit. Your season shall come. Because you've allowed God to give you your daily need. And your daily need was his daily bread. Because the Bible says that man can't live on bread alone. But every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And because you have stood in the midst of your bonkers, the Lord is going to bless you. And he's going to enlarge your territory. And your latter shall be greater. Your latter days are coming. Rejoice in the Lord. Be of good cheer. Praise his holy name. And know that you are not forgotten. Because you have a daily need. And your daily need is in the presence of God. Your daily need is in the glory of his tabernacle. Your daily need is in the Lord. Your God. Jehovah Sabaoth. The Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Blessings and peace to you. I pray that you were blessed by this message. I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this person. I pray for this sister or brother that might be facing challenges. But in their midst of the challenges, you're giving them their daily need. And that is your word. And you're causing them to grow. You're causing them to overcome the obstacles, overcome the failures and the mockers and and to stand in the word, stand on truth and keep the faith. So Lord, we just praise your holy name. We thank you, Father God, for allowing them to be ones that you will use for your glory. Ones that you shall cause their enemies 
to look upon them and see that the glory of the Lord is among them. We thank you, Lord God, and we pray for forgiveness of our sins. Help us, O oh God, to walk worthy of the calling that's upon our life and to endure in these times and seasons. So, Lord God, we're living in times that are different, but we put our faith and trust and we hold on to your unchanging hand because you are the God that changes not. And we thank you, Father God, for blessing us, for giving us wisdom that will stand the word, will stand in the promises, that will continue, God, to walk worthy of the call that's upon our lives. Lord, we just thank you right now, Father God, for giving us your strength and giving us the capability to, to lean on you. Your word says to lean on you, to trust in the Lord and lean not to our own understanding, but in all thy ways to acknowledge you. And so, God, we thank you on this day and we praise your name. Thank you for listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening, Father. Thank you for listening, Jesus. Thank you for trusting us as we trust in you. Well, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Raw and Prophetic, where we are real. We are anointed. We are women. And we are prophetic. Daily need. Daily need. And if we stay in the hand of God, trust me, everything you need, he got it. If you are new to the broadcast, I'm Apostle Katrina Garrett. Thank you for listening to Raw and Prophetic. We are on Apple. We're on Spreaker. We're on Anchor. We're on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. We're on um, Spotify. So whatever, you know, source of podcasting you're listening to, <laughs> we just thank you for listening to us. Our, our our podcast is growing, and so we thank you for being a participant and being a listener. And I just wanted to t- share with you, if you're in the Panama City area, and you want to visit a, a church that carries the word and the presence of God, come to that kingdom, come go ministries here in Panama City, Florida. Um, but other than that, I just want to tell you to be blessed. And again, we appreciate you. Be blessed, be free, have joy and peace, and be made whole. God bless you again. Thank you and be sweet. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.